Hey everyone, it's Tiri, and welcome to Girls Talk Bible Raw. Today I want to share a message that is heavy on my heart from the Lord. And the Lord is very angry with his people. And a lot of people are not going to like this message, but I'm going to say what thus saith the Lord. So I pray that you will be encouraged that this message will open up your heart to repentance and make you go before the Lord. And um, bear with me because it hurts my heart to receive this message from the Lord and have to share it with you all. I'm going to be reading from Ezekiel chapter 8. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Version, although my studies are from the King James Version. I've read both versions, so I'm going to read the Amplified Version. Why? Because it's Amplified. Okay, so I'm going to be starting at verse 1, where God gives Ezekiel a vision of repulsive acts in Jerusalem. And it says, It came about in the sixth year of the captivity of King J, you know, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so we're going to say J, on the fifth day of the sixth month, as I sat in my house with the elders of Judah sitting before me, that the hand of the Lord God fell on me there. Then I looked and behold a likeness of man with the appearance of fire from his loins downward, he was like fire, and from his loins upward, he had the appearance of brightness. So right now, Ezekiel is seeing a representation of Jesus. It's like fire. It's, it's describing him. He stretched out the form of a hand and took me by a lock of hair on my head. And the spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven and brought me in the visions of God to Jerusalem, to the entrance of the north gate of the inner courtyard, where the seat of the idol, image of jealousy, which provokes to jealousy, was located. Okay, so now I'm going to get into my notes. So currently what's happening is that Ezekiel is in his home having like a sit down with, with the elders of the church. The elders of the church are usually the older people. But Ezekiel, he's a prophet. So, you know, they probably came to see him to have a word from God. But it, it doesn't really say why it, why they came to see him. So, um, the Son of Man, in the likeness of the Son of Man, God is giving Ezekiel a vision. A series of visions. He... He, the Holy Spirit falls upon him and he takes him into the series of visions. And then we're going to begin to read from verse 5. Then he said to me, Son of man, now raise your eyes toward the north. So I looked toward the north and behold, to the north of the altar gate was this idol of jealousy at the entrance. Furthermore, he said to me, Son of man, do you see what they are doing? The great repulsive acts which the house of Israel is committing here 
to drive me far away from my sanctuary, but you will see greater repulsive acts than this. God is not pleased with the church right now. A lot of people are not going to like this message, but I'm just going to say what thus saith the Lord. The elders of the church, God is not pleased with your jealousy of the younger generation. Hallelujah. God is not pleased. Repent. God is not pleased. We are in the last days. He said in the last days that he shall pour out his spirit among all flesh, that the young people shall prophesy and the old shall dream dreams. God is not pleased with this jealousy in the church. He says that it's an abomination. So going on to verse 7, Then he brought me to the entrance of the courtyard, and when I looked, Behold, there was a hole in the wall. He said to me, Son of man, now dig into the wall. And when I had dug into the wall, behold, there was an entrance. And he said to me, Go in and see the wicked repulsive acts that they are committing here. So God is giving Ezekiel the prophetic vision of the things that are going to take place within the church. The things that are taking place Right now, it is written in the word. And he said to me, go in and see the repulsive acts that they are committing here. So I entered and looked and saw every kind of creeping things and beast and loathsome things and all the idols of the house of Israel carved all around on the wall. So many churches are doing witchcraft. Some of them don't even have the knowledge that it is witchcraft because they're operating in the spirit of religion. They've been doing this for years and years and years. They think that this is the way of God, but the way of God is not the way of man. The way of God is the way of the spirit. And that spirit is the spirit of the one true living God who is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. How do you know which way you're going? You have to follow Jesus, not follow man. Hallelujah. So right now, in this word, it's saying that these people are worshiping idols. These are the people of God. The the house of Israel in, in the church of God, they're worshiping idols. Even today, you go to a church and you see how beautiful it is. And, and there's there's no Holy Spirit. God doesn't dwell in that house. But yet there's it's so beautiful. There's so many people and no change, no word. So now I'm going down to verse 11 saying, Standing before these images were 70 elders of the house of Israel. And among them stood Jezaniah, the son of Shaphan, the scribe, each man with his censer in his hand in a thick and fragrant cloud of incense was rising as I prayed to these gods. Oh my gosh. Some people even go to church and 
they go home and light incense and use sage when they are needing peace. But Jesus is supposed to be our peace. He is the Prince of Peace. We don't need to light a candle. We don't need to do anything. Hallelujah. We don't need to do anything but pray to Jesus. We don't need all these other things that people tell you are relaxing. Because you're trying to satisfy your flesh and satisfy your feelings. Rather than taking your problem to God. Like he said, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Instead of doing that. You're turning to the things of the world because you're tired of waiting on God. You've grown weary with God. So you turn your back on him and just practice religion. Wow. Verse 12. Then he said to me, son of man, do you see what the elders of the house of Israel do in the dark? Each man in his secret room of carved images for they say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has abandoned the land. He also said to me, yet again, you will see even greater abominations which they are committing. Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the Lord's house. And behold, women were sitting there weeping for Tamaz. He said to me, do you see this son of man? Yet you will see with greater repulsive acts than these that they will commit. So he brought me to the inner court of the Lord's house and behold the entrance to the temple of the Lord between the porch and the altar were about 25 men with their backs to the temple of the Lord and their faces toward the east. And they were bowing down toward the east and worshiping the sun. There are people who have been in the faith and grew up in church or whatever the case may be. Maybe they had a bad experience with the church, but the Lord told us to seek our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And they are so lost. They have turned their backs on God to pray to their ancestors and give credit to the creation rather than the creator. And God is not pleased. God is very much angry with these people and they they claim to believe in God and they claim to be spiritual but they give God no credit they're exchanging the things of God for a lie he said to me do you see this son of man is it too slight a thing for the house of Judah to commit the repulsive acts which they have committed here that they have filled the land with violence and repeatedly provoked me to anger like, don't think that you can just do God any way you want to do him and think that he's just going to forgive you every time. No, mercy is running out, people of God. Mercy is running out for you because you want to continue to act in this spirit of religion instead of acting in the spirit and having a real relationship with Jesus Christ. You try to justify yourself with the law and going to church like it's going to change you no the only thing that's going to change you is a spirit the spirit and the walk with god through his son jesus even um somewhere in one of these verses that i read it talks about acts being committed on the altar of god and it just made me think about 
growing up in church and they would tell you, don't don't walk across the altar because it's a holy place. It's where the anointed anointed quote unquote preachers of God preaching. You weren't allowed to walk across it yet. God has given Ezekiel a series of visions of people in the altar who, of course, God probably knows their life, who are here preaching to a whole bunch of people, deceiving them and committing repulsive acts, not even walking in the spirit, but are in the altar, bringing abomination and shame on God and the people. Oh, my gosh, they're hypocrites. They're hypocrites. Wow. This message is just so much right now because the Lord, the Lord is, is not angry and, and it's just going to get worse and his wrath is being stirred up because at this point he has given you warning after warning, sign after sign and, and everything else. And, and his voice is very clear, but you have Harden your heart. God's not the author of confusion. He brings clarity. His word brings clarity. When you have a relationship with him, you bring clarity to yourself. And the people, they just don't want that because it's it's not satisfying to them. So they rather, you know, pray to their ancestors. They rather, you know, smoke weed. They rather do the things that that satisfy them and bring them temporary peace instead of have Jesus who is eternal. So the Lord is angry at what the people do in secret, living in a lie, living a lie. Wow. Living a lie in the church, which should be called the house of prayer, but yet they've made it a house of demons, worshiping the things of this world. Even the people in the church go home and practice witchcraft and practice homosexuality and no one no one in the church says anything. The elders know it. And sometimes it's the elders and people who are in high position who are practicing these things. And they're spreading that spirit throughout the whole church. And God is not pleased. People have turned their backs on Jesus to, to worship themselves. To worship themselves and to satisfy their own flesh. These are the words, thus saith the Lord. God will have no pity and will not spare those who have turned on him to serve themselves in doing those abominations of the flesh, thus saith the Lord. So I pray that this message touch somebody to repent. Don't think that God does not see your sin. He is all-knowing, all-seeing, Elohim. He's everything. Where can you go to hide from his presence? Nowhere. If you make your bed in hell, there he is. But the word says that it's not, it's not his will that any shall perish, but come to repentance. So if this word doesn't open up your heart to repent, God will have no pity on you. He is tired and he is angry. He is upset with his people, people who say that they believe, but yet their lifestyle says something different. Their attitude towards others says something different. How they treat people says something different. They, they bear no fruit. They become worthless now. Whew. So 
I just pray right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will bless your people who hear this word. I pray in the name of Jesus that this word will take root in their heart. Oh God, that they will turn to you, that they will repent. Oh God, you said if my people, which were called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face. Oh God, oh God, that you said that you will hear from heaven and you will heal the land. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you said that anyone wants to follow you. They must pick up their cross and walk. Oh God, you said that they will not be worthy of you. Father God, forgive us. Oh God, for anything we may have said or done that did not please you. If we have made you angry, Father God, help us. Oh God. Oh, God, wreck us if you have to so that we can make it right with you, oh, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, bless the listeners. Oh, God, bless those who will listen later on, oh, God, those who are listening now today, God. Oh, God, I pray that this word will bless them, touch them, convict their spirit. Oh, God, and I pray, oh, God, oh, God, that they will bow down to you, oh, God, and seek your face today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Girls Talk Bible Raw. I pray that you will keep listening to what the Lord is saying, not what everybody else is saying, not what you're hearing on social media. Take this word to the Lord and even pray about it if you don't believe. But the Lord is very angry with the people of God, the people who have been practicing Christianity for so, so long. And they're stale, they're dry, they're they're practicing religion, but there's no true worship. And the Lord is only coming back for those who worship him in spirit and in truth. So I pray that you all be encouraged, be blessed in Jesus' name, and keep listening to Girls Talk Bible Raw.